0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Beginner's SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill from The Plan Success. Today we're going to be talking about the eight biggest, most common local SEO mistakes that I see time and time and time again. So if you are a location-based business, i.e. you're a service provider like an electrician, a hairdresser, or you're a business with a physical location like a shop, a restaurant, a cafe, a hairdresser again, basically if you have a Google business profile, then this is the podcast episode for you just a side note, actually, if you're a completely online business and no one comes to visit you or you don't go to see anyone, technically, you shouldn't have a Google business profile. If you do have one and you're getting away with it, okay, but I don't fully recommend you have one. It's not best practices, okay? For instance, I'm only going to start having one now because I have my actual office space here. I haven't set it up yet, but You know, life a small business owner. You've got a million and one things to do. Anyway, let's jump into it today with the eight most common local SEO mistakes and more importantly, how to fix them. And I'll tell you why we're going to jump into it today because I'm in the new media room at this co-working space um, and I recorded the whole episode and then I realized I didn't have the microphone on, did I? I was just recording it via my laptop. Honestly, me and technology do not go together. So Number one, the most common local SEO mistake I see time, 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 time again, is someone not niching down on their area, someone wanting to take over the whole of a country or the whole of a city in one fell swoop. Today, we're going to use an example of an emergency electrician in London. And this is what I'd see someone have their new website. They'd have their business profile and their sort of tagline would be emergency electrician servicing the whole of London. No, you don't. And Google knows you don't as well. It's just not feasible that as a, you know, a brand new business that you're servicing nine million people across a radius that takes, you know, a few hours to get from A to B sometimes. It seems counterproductive. To narrow down your target audience, but you will see a lot more progress a lot quicker if you follow this tactic. Listen carefully. Yes, I know London has 9 million people, and that's 9 million potential clients. However, one of the biggest ranking factors for local SEO is the search, is the proximity to the search user. Therefore, for instance, If I'm based in Hammersmith and Fulham in London, when I type in emergency electrician, the results that are going to get shown to me are the ones which are optimized for Hammersmith and Fulham. Just because you think you're saying the whole of London doesn't mean you're going to show up in all of the results. So you're actually missing out on all of the results which are actually closer to you. For instance, if I was at Hammersmith and Fulham, I would personally choose emergency electrician electrician based in Hammersmith and Fulham, and perhaps one or two other boroughs nearby. But keep it realistic. And you will see a lot faster sort of growth with your SEO doing this because you're going to show up in results a lot faster. And therefore, you'll be able to get jobs quicker, you'll be able to get more reviews, and you'll dominate the area you're in a lot quicker. And then once you're dominating that area, can you think about expanding your reach Now, if you're in an area which has a low population density, for instance, I'm from Shropshire, and the whole of the county, it's like I think the third biggest county in the UK size-wise, but actually the population is only about 300,000. But again, it's not feasible for me to say, oh, I service the whole of Shropshire because there's only 300,000 people here. I'm not going to spend two hours driving north to south, am I, as an emergency electrician. Instead, I would do it by radius of distance. So I'd sort of calculate or I'd use sort of a website to figure out What areas can I serve at an hour radius from me? And I would put down that I serve those locations instead. So either do it by sort of population. If you're in a big city, do it by your suburb, your area. Or if you're in a rural area, do it by sort of distance. And a safe sort of estimate is about an hour, I think is realistic. Okay, so moving on from that. And also actually noting on that point, if you're not sure about what sort of um, areas you should be focusing in. This is where keyword research comes in, important for local SEO, because you need to niche down on your volume and sort of have a think, okay, Hammersmith and Fulham, there's 200,000 people there. That's a good sort of radius. But maybe if I was just going to put, I don't know, one street in Fulham, which 400 people live on, yeah, probably not enough volume there, is there? So doing some keyword research here, you can get ideas for how bigger suburb you need to put in. Also, when I'm saying this, I'm saying you need to have, it might be obvious, but it might not be obvious. The area that you serve needs to be close to your registered address on your Google business profile is kind of the main crux of this, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you're going to want to figure out your keyword research to make sure you're niching down far enough in sort of your locations that you serve. And if keyword research is way over your head, highly recommend you check out my course where I teach you how to do keyword research for free using Google Ad so you. Don't have to sort of worry about keyword tools paying for them monthly. It also actually teaches you exactly how to optimize your website from A to Z. So you don't even need to know anything about SEO. I will hold your hand and using examples, optimize your website with you. So do check that out. Moving on, number two, the biggest SEO, local SEO mistakes I see. And this one's fairly obvious, reviews. And obviously everyone knows you need to get reviews. Um, and you might ask, you know, here and there, and I'm awful at this as well. You know, I never take my own advice. But the clients that I do make sort of focus on and reviews, um, they do see their rankings rise a lot faster. They're showing up on Google Maps. They're showing up in the local map pa- map packs. You want to be focusing on your reviews, being proactive about it, asking, did you know 77% of people are willing to leave a review, but yet only 10% do so? That's a lot of people that we're just leaving on the table because we're basically not nagging them because you don't want to be a nag. I get it. It's embarrassing to ask for a review. It seems like you're imposing. But in this day and age, everyone understands that reviews are a part of business. And if they're happy with the service you've done, then they'll be happy to leave a review. If you sort of need, you have trouble enticing people, offer discounts. In fact, I, end, I left a review yesterday because it said if you leave a review with a photo, then um, you're entered into a prize draw for $500. And I was like, well, yes, I'd love $500, please. Um, so that's why I left a review. So have a think about ways, you know, how can you entice people? In the early days of your business, just manually send out review requests. But as your business grows, you can automate this. There's lots of text services or email services that will follow people up and chase them for reviews. Not chase. Gently coerce them into leaving a review. Um, Also, a good point to note as well is ignoring reviews. And this isn't so much a problem if you're only getting positive reviews. But I do think it looks really good if you are replying to them as well because people do read reviews. And imagine if you see two accounts, both 105 star reviews on each, but one of them also has the owner of that business replying to every single positive review saying, oh my God, thank you so much for coming to stay with us. Thank you so much. We're so pleased. It looks really good, doesn't it? And you're going to choose that one. And then obviously as well, the other point to note is if you get a bad review, it's very important to reply to it and say, you know, why it happened, whatever, always be cordial, always be the bigger person. As Kris Jenner from the Kardashians always says, when they go low, you go high. And when it comes to reviews, I'm afraid the customer is always right. And even if they were wrong, just make sure you phrase it in a way that seems really cordial because everyone, every potential customer client could see that review. So reviews is a big sort of issue I still see with local SEO and it's still very important. It's a very important ranking factor. Number three, now excuse my language here, S-H-I-T, descriptions on Google business profiles. Again, if we're going to use that emergency electrician as an example, often I might see for sort of um, service-based businesses, they'll just put in their Google Business Profile description. Oh, you know, we're an emergency electrician in London. Boom, Bob's your uncle, done. No, it's not done. I'm afraid with SEO, you need to give more than that. You have, I think it's up to 700 characters or 750 characters that you can put in your Google Business Profile description. Use them. And this is, again, where your keyword research should come in for your services and your locations. You're going to want to put those keywords ideally closer to the start of the description, for, for SEO purposes. So when Google bots reading the description, they understand that the keywords higher up are more relevant, more important. Um, but then you want to just go on, and explain exactly what you do, where you're based, what's special about you, what your unique selling points are. You've got 700 or 750 characters there. make the most of them. So yes, SHIT, Google business profile descriptions. I see a lot and please improve them. Also, a good point to make actually is make sure you're consistently updating it, which leads me on to my next point. Whatever you put on your Google business profile needs to be consistent with what's on your website. Now, you might think, oh, you know, I'm a Google business profile based business, really. like All my results come from local searches. My website doesn't matter. Yes, it does. And SHIT websites are another big issue I see with local SEO. You really need to make be proud of your website and make it clear what you do and make it consistent with your Google business profile. So if you update something on your Google business profile, it needs to be updated on your website and vice versa. And I always say this, I'm really kind of leaning into it this year, but your design is so important on your website. You need to be proud of it. And I'll put my hands up and say, I'm not proud of my website. It's not 100% how I want it, but I'm sort of, you know, I'm trying to invest time and money into making it better. It's a work in progress. Um, So do consistently think about how you can make your website better and better. I have done a few episodes actually on sort of quick design tips you can do for your website to bring it into the 21st century. Back to just sort of general SEO there as well and how it relates to local SEO. On your business website, you're going to need a page for every single service or product. So again, bringing it back to emergency electrician. I'm going to want a service page for... um, residential emergency electrician, commercial emergency electrician, emergency lighting, and they're going to have to be each a different service page. And that will really help with my SEO. Again, I'd have to do some keyword research there to figure out sort of the angles and the niches that I want to go and that I have a good chance as a new business for. I don't actually know any other electric um, services, which is awful. My boyfriend's an electrician. But he's a mechanical electrician. I don't. I don't actually know what kind of electrician he does. He works on big building sites, industrial stuff. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so you're going to want a different service for every single page. Having one page with all your services listed on it is not good SEO and will severely hinder your growth. Okay, so moving on. And I'm sorry. I'm going to say this, but blogging is really important and not just blogging these days as well it needs to be sort of you need to choose a couple other channels look at me for instance I have my website I have my podcast and I have Instagram and those are the three places I hang out because I know that's where small business owners are listening to me so you might be like as an emergency electrician what kind of blog posts am I going to write? Oh, good question, imaginary person. I will tell you. So, for instance, off the top of my head, that's a lie. I've actually Googled this before. <laughs> and I would probably write helpful guideposts for people with issues with emergency lighting. For instance, if I had a problem, if I lived in London, there's lots of rodents, there's lots of mice in houses. It's disgusting. Um, I would probably write a blog post on how to pre- prevent rodents eating through my wires and causing sort of a power cut. Um, I would pre- write a post on a temporary solution for rodents and wire eating in my house or something like that. I'd have a look at, say, um, how to prevent my wiring Um, being affected by floods because that could be not something else that would affect an emergency. So I'd have a think about all the possible problems and solutions that affect that would ever need an emergency electrician and I'd write blog posts and guides about that and that would really help people searching for answers as well so then when it comes to time they need need an emergency electrician they'll think of you but it also shows Google what a trustworthy expert emergency electrician you are. Um, But more than blogging as well, you need to be focusing on one or two other channels. So emergency electrician, I'd probably choose Facebook and I'd be building up a presence on Facebook, perhaps a Facebook group in my neighborhood, um, you know, all about sort of electrical tips and tricks, or maybe I'd even start um, a sort of a tradies, what do you call trades in the UK? So at gardeners, carpenters, whatever in my neighborhood, I'd start a community group there and, you know, get suggesting other people. So then I'd sort of try and build a brand around the fact that I'm a helpful electrician and I can refer other trades around the neighborhood as well, but building up a name in my neighborhood and then eventually London as well. But yet yeah, you really got to be focusing on brands overall these days. It's very important. SEO has moved on from just a website, just your Google business profile. Number five or six, I think, number seven, we're actually time. is flying when you're not having fun. So... <laughs> a big mistake I see is people not not uploading their business details and their website details to directories. Now, let's not get ahead of ourselves. If you sort of Googled SEO in the past, you probably heard about link building and directory link building. Yes, five years ago, this is actually something I did with a client when I worked at an agency. I spent you know about a week uploading directory, uploading a website. They built home cinemas in London, uploading this website to about 200 or 100 directories, and they started ranking number one for home cinema installations in London. That was literally how easy it was. These days that does not work, and please do not go, do not go uploading your website details and your business details to 100 directories. No, instead, just do it to Bing places, Google Maps, obviously, Apple Maps, um, the Yellow Pages, and then if I was an electrician, I'd be looking at sort of listing directories as well. uploading them there. And I'd even look at paid listings as well for trades websites. Yes, you might have to pay, but I'd see it as an investment in my business and say, I'm going to do it for one year and that will help my local SEO. And then eventually as your organic leads grow and grow and grow, you can think about taking your name or your listing off that paid website. But yes, listings and directories are really useful for SEO and then finally number 8 i say this is inconsistent oh, is it number seven? i don't know <laughs> to put it bluntly um inconsistent NAP, NAP on directories and that means name, address, phone number, oh, and website. So NAPW on directories and websites. You need to make sure everywhere you're uploading your business and your website, it needs to be consistent down to whether or not you include www. or not. I see a lot on Facebook, they might have put www.imaginaryelectrician.com and then on their sort of Google business profile, it won't include the www. That's inconsistent. It needs to be the same everywhere. The same way you write your number, the same way you write your address, everything needs to be consistent. And finally, we've got here, guys. Um, I actually see duplicate business profiles a lot more than you think. So I definitely double check that you haven't got any duplicate business profiles out there. And if you have, please delete the duplicates (laughs) Um, because it's very hard to sort of merge them. So you don't, what happens is people end up leaving reviews on both profiles. Um, and then it's really hard to merge them. Google's not very helpful. So, you actually, when it comes to sort of deleting one, you're just going to end up with half the reviews. So, while you can, before you sort of have lots of reviews to deal with, make sure you've deleted duplicate profiles. And now, hopefully, I've recorded this on the right bloody microphone. Mm-hmm. That is all for today. As always, check me out on Instagram at The Plan Success. Please write to me with any questions. Um, head to theplansuccess.com to check out my free SEO resources. Uh, and also sort of, you know, please do check out the course as well. It's really useful if you're just struggling with SEO and you want someone just to optimize your website for you, basically. That is all for today. Thank you very much.